Hi, everyone, and welcome to Just Watch It. I'm Andrew Tomlinson. And I'm Lorraine Pothlison. And this is Just Watch It. <laughs> See, I told you that's the most natural thing to say. It's just... <laughs> it is. I'm laughing, guys, because Andrea just did some weird, like, robot powering down sound before that was, she That started. was the who wants to be a millionaire. Oh. <laughs> 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 Whatever it was, that I couldn't not address it. <laughs> I, I thought it would be funny if I slightly threw you off before done. we do our thing together. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> Putting on my game face. Yeah. One of my favorite things is that my um, one of my bosses... I pointed out to her that she does that in meetings and she didn't realize it. And it was so funny. I was like, I really like when you do your rewind sound. And she was like, what? And I was like, you'll be explaining something and then you'll get too far ahead of yourself and you'll realize you've lost them and you'll just go. (laughs) She's like, I do. Okay. Well, that's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It is funny, especially like in the middle of a meeting. To realize that she's doing it and it's like a three-hour meeting and you're just like, she does that kind of a lot. Do you just have to cringe and wait for her to, to end, to wait for it to be over? <laughs> she doesn't do it for so long that it's awkward and it's like, it's not unreasonable when she's doing it. <laughs> it's just something that I wouldn't do. I'd be like, let's, let's take a step back is what I would say. She just does a rewind sound <laughs> and it cracks me up. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, all right. So Andrea, what have you been up to lately? I've just been spending my life making really fancy Instagram posts. (laughs) Well, this weekend, this upcoming weekend, or by the time this comes out last weekend, my -hmm. boyfriend and I going to Carmel for the three-day Presence Day weekend. Slash Valentine's Day. So what about you? What's going on with you? Um, not too much. This last weekend, we just spent kind of organizing things for Phil's move in. Um, we got storage unit, getting things ship, shape, ship, shape, shape. I was gonna say shaped up and then I was going ship, shape. And there was a lot of sh- sh- sounds in there. Also, <laughs> I don't know if I talked about it here, but we installed this ridiculous like cat agility course on our wall, which was a nightmare like we did this a few weeks ago and it's such a nightmare because the instructions are like you have to find a wood stud and all the shit so i'm like okay we got to get a stud finder proof before we do it because one of the things is super heavy and then the other thing is like the cat's gonna be jumping on it so it can't just be like in the sheetrock i feel like the stakes are so much higher because it's not just like oh this picture frame fell and I, it broke, so I have to toss it. It's like the cat could get hurt. Like yes, well that and and like to install it, you have to drill a hole first, and then drill a screw into it. So I'm using an electric thing to drill the hole, but I'm also like, if I fucking hit electricity and I zap myself, I'm gonna be really mad. And like, <laughs> talking to my dad about it, and he was like, well, one ten is just gonna zap. He's like, well, is anyone there? And I was like, well, yeah, Phil's here. He's like, okay, well, if you have to go to the hospital, he'll take you. And I was like, that is not. <laughs> that is not encouraging and he was like well it's just 110 so that's not gonna hurt you that bad. i'll just give you a good zap and i was like i have been shocked by 110 before so i guess you're not wrong it's more just like 
I have this vision of like cartoon character. Like you see the, you see my bones, you see my skeleton inside. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say if I've learned anything from Scooby-Doo, all that will happen is that you will see your skeleton blinking, your hair will go crazy, but then you just pat it down and it'll go back to normal by the next scene. It was more like less about me getting shocked because one of the things is really heavy. And so we actually didn't hang that one at all because I was like, this is not worth it. But we did manage to get two of the peg things and like a little hammock thing. And so the first time Morty got on it, it was so funny because like I held him onto the first peg and just like put him there and he was like pretty pissed about it. And then he gets up to the hammock and then he tries to like suicide straight down. And I was like, what are you doing? I like... (laughs) I like tried to intercept him. Treats went flying everywhere. It was just like, I was like, what are you doing? You suicidal. So <laughs> now he knows how to get up and down super efficiently. And actually now he like lays on his belly on the peg and like eats his tail on the other side. Like he's an oh idiot. Oh my God. Adorable. But the funny thing is we have this like open wall. It's let's, let's say it's at like eight foot and like I have these high ceilings. So like, let's say it's eight to 10 feet somewhere. And that like wall, he goes from the hammock up to that piece of the wall. And then he just sits up there and stares at Trooper and Trooper hates it. (laughs) But then he jumps straight down from that wall. (laughs) And I was like, is he okay? And Phil was like, I think so. Are you okay, Morty? Or like, what are you doing? (laughs) Just keep track of how many times it happens. You can keep track of how many lives he has left. I mean, he seems fine. He seems to be like, he literally calculated it. I watched him doing it. Like he had his back feet on the wall and was like kind of stretching down. Like, can I make it? All right, I'm going to go for it. And he just went for it. And I was like, what? Oh my God. It's pretty high. Anyway, so (laughs) that is the, that's the entertainment for us. Um, He's getting a little more bold. Him and Trooper are getting a little more bold around each other. So (laughs) (laughs) between your bold cat and dog and the, and the bold Roomba, you just got all kinds of things <laughs> zipping around the apartment or the house. Well, if anything, the dog is is a, is a scaredy cat, but yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I have cat furniture in my house. Who would have thought? <laughs> but yeah, that, that's where we're at. Not, not too much going on here. That's so funny okay. that he does that. We'll have stuff happen with my, my roommate's cat. And she'll just do stuff and I'm like there's literally no way she has more than two lives left at this point like <laughs> <laughs> she went to, she will like jump go jump down off the refrigerator and if somebody is standing there like getting something out of the freezer that person is that person's head is now a springboard for her <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's hilarious Morty Morty has started like jumping on to Phil's back and like just hanging out on his shoulders while he's sitting down he's like this oh is gosh. the new annoying thing that we're doing <laughs> <laughs> cats man we're both dog people so I don't know I mean I I love 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 Morty he's like the best cat him and Trooper are learning to get along <laughs> I do want to I do want to reference our last episode by the way. We had one of our dear friends watch the kissing booth, hated it, and then <laughs> said, "I hope you guys addressed the toxic masculinity basically." And I was like, "We kind of didn't because it was just so apparent in the plot line." <laughs> well, also, we discuss a lot of bummers and it's usually with in regards to real world events. So <laughs> So we're trying to stay lighter with the movie summary. Would you agree with that? 
<laughs> yes, yes. I mean, yeah. Just so we, you know, we did notice all of the very misogynistic tropes in the kissing booth. And yeah, it's not um, great. It's not, it's not a great, it's not great. But it is a mindless movie if that's what you're looking for. <laughs> um, all right. So, Andrea, what am I? So, this is back to our, our normal format. We don't have a guest this week. Yeah. So, what are you picking for me to watch, Andrea? You've had like six weeks to think about it i have had a while well so i was really debating what i was going to make you watch because i wanted to show you this really famous good bad movie but i was like oh it's so random i don't know if she's ready yet so i've decided to split the difference between normal movie and good bad and we'll be watching tremors (laughs) is this the one with like the giant worms underground yes it is Okay, I actually get this confused, I think, with the movie Dune. Oh, I don't know anything about Dune. I just know that Dune takes place on a planet that's sand. And and so I think I've probably seen bits and pieces of Tremors because it was like a TNT movie, right? But I have no idea what's actually going on. I'm hoping there is, I'm hoping you don't remember because there is someone in it that you're going to get such a kick out of. Absolutely don't remember people. You're going to be not at all. you're going to be more excited to see this person than you were to see uh, Snape in Die Hard, I predict. <laughs> okay. I'm actually really excited. So, yeah, my vision of Tremors is kind of like that scary thing that was in Star Wars in the desert that he almost got eaten by in the Earth. I remember there was just these giant worms with mouths, right? I think, Something like- I think, I think of it more like the in Beetlejuice. The, um, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, when they get to that weird... Yes. Except they don't look like they just escaped from prison. <laughs> They're not black and white striped or anything? No. I don't think they were. I don't remember. But uh, it's, a fun, it's a fun movie. So I'm excited to show you. Is this like the along the lines of like Waterworld? Am I going to have to make you watch that? I've not seen that one. <gasps> you no. haven't seen Waterworld? Oh, I know. Okay. Oh, that's good. Okay. It's a, it looks so I've dumb. seen that probably, like, I've seen parts of that so many times. I don't think I've ever really watched it all the way through. And again, it was the TV version, so no real recollection of it. But I could make you watch that sometime. <laughs> it was like one of those ones that was on all the time, like The Mask, you know? Did you ever watch The Mask? No, too scary. <gasps> too scary. What? <laughs> the idea of, like, I mean, okay, I don't really know what it's about. But what I saw when they would play like the little commercial for it on TV was it looked like a thing got stuck on his face, a mask did. And that to me as a child was terrifying. So I was like, I actively avoided that when I, cause I thought that that seemed like the scariest shit of all time. I feel like there's gotta be like a goosebumps about that too. Um, yeah. yeah. The mask. Did you watch like Ace Ventura? Yeah. Yeah. Did you watch the second one? I think so. Yeah. The do- did you watch the dolphin one or did you watch the rhino one? That's the question. The dolphin. Okay. I'll duly note it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because I actually prefer the second one. Which one is that? Is that the dolphin? No. The first one is the dolphin one. That's kind okay. of rife with um, anti-transgender um, <laughs> hatred. So we don't really want to rehash that one. But number two might be funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not not okay. interested. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second one is great. It's actually like about the the source 
It starts out because he's the pet detective, right? So the first movie is about the lost dolphin. This one is about a bat, mm-hmm. which is probably good for coronavirus times. Kind of Very like a plus. common pets. Yeah. <laughs> Very common pet. Oh, my God. Speaking of the bat and coronavirus, that reminds me. I've been like during this like work quarantine working from home time, I have been rewatching like so many shows and I like just I'll sort of just have them on in the background when I'm while I'm working and not in meetings. And I've been rewatching The Good Place and one of the characters who is from Florida in the show makes a joke mm-hmm. about how he 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 created a new a new influenza virus when he kissed a bat on a dare or something like that. And I was like, oh my God, it was Jason. He did this. (laughs) That's funny. I did not catch that because Phil and I watched The Good Place and I was like, I loved rewatching it. That was a good one to rewatch. Yeah. It's it's, um, easy. Yeah. Not stressful. Funny. Right. Witty. Thoughtful. Not cringy. Yeah. Which one would be cringy? The Office? I mean, The Office, ha- it's like my favorite show, but there's a lot of cringe in it. There's a lot of cringe. There is. Okay. Well, I am excited to watch Tremors, Andrea. Are you ready to get going on this? Yes. All right. Wait, get going on watching the movie? Yeah. Oh, then yeah. Bye. <laughs> okay, bye. I mean, <laughs> let's go watch it. <laughs> All right, we're back. We just watched Tremors. Lorraine, are you ready to cut loose? Cut loose. (laughs) (laughs) Kick off my Sunday shoes? Yep. (laughs) Um, I'm trembling with excitement. (laughs) (laughs) The bacon eater! (laughs) (laughs) Andrea, I don't know why you keep watching making me watch movies about long, slithery things. (laughs) i mean is this another valentine's day movie (laughs) it is another valentine's day movie (laughs) it is a romance there is a romance going on the main character i mean i guess one of the main characters played by the baconator kevin bacon his name was valentine his name was valentine mckee oh i didn't make that connection but also i was gonna say you should have you should have introduced Kevin Bacon as the zero degrees of Kevin Bacon. It is Kevin Bacon. He's zero degrees. He is zero degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon. He is Kevin Bacon. Well, so in in college, we one of my roommates was really into the following because at the time the first two seasons had been out, and the first season is theoretically it's it's great. great. It's good. Then the second season is sort of like, okay. But then the third season is laughably terrible but we totally watch it so we called him the baconator like we always called him the baconator so like to me he's the baconator um but so yeah um i loved when that first season came out and then i think maybe the next season i didn't like have cable so maybe i just like i just never sought it out i don't think i watched the whole thing so i think i need to go back and do that maybe (laughs) because i did the first season was good yeah it was and but so so yeah so we we call the, we called him we always called him the baconator so I didn't even think of the the six degrees of Kevin Bacon or whatever. 
Well, and then just so you know, when I sat down to watch this movie, I went to stars and I'm like searching tremors and it comes up. But there were so many of them. I was like, I should, this yeah. is another scenario where I should watch number five and be like, just start giving you the wrong plot. And like, oh my God. see how long it takes for you to be oh like, my God. this is not the same movie. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about who else was in it? And were you excited to see that person? Um, I do, but I think let's talk about it when we get there. No? Okay. Yes. Okay. And okay. then I, I do want to note, by the way, that when they introduce Kevin Bacon, the best part is, by the way, I was very disappointed because when I was searching for the movie on Google to figure out where I could stream it, it came up that Kevin Bacon was in it. But the second person was not noted oh, and was even it, more shocking. So oh, when I when I said you're going to be excited about a person, I wasn't talking about the Baconator. I was talking about okay. um, I was talking about this other person. OK, so. Because I was thrilled. Kevin Bacon but, is in tons of stuff. That's like not a. That's not really as much of a fun surprise. Like it's like, yes, of course he's in it. Like he's in tons. Yeah, it of was stuff. the it was the nineties or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it was so funny about Kevin Bacon too. Is that we were like when we watched um, Die Hard or any there was another movie. What was the one that had like a really long introduction and you're like, what the fuck? But they gave away all the names at the front, and so yeah. And so, but like what they did with Kevin Bacon was they literally had his back to the camera and they only showed <laughs> Kevin Bacon like when he turned around. And I was like, that's really funny the way he was oh, literally I... peeing off a cliff and yeah. then he turns around and he's Kevin, like splash the name Kevin Bacon. I, so that made me laugh. I didn't, um, I didn't notice that. That's funny though. It wasn't, that's they excellent. didn't spoil it. I liked it. Um, <laughs> so, so the movie does start off with him peeing off a cliff. And by the way, this is in nevada perfection nevada which is super funny to me because <laughs> i legitimately always thought that this movie okay so like i said i have um i've definitely seen bits and pieces of these movies because they were like on tv all the time mm -hmm. but never ever sat down and watched it and so in my mind this movie and maybe one of the 16 later ones is but in my mind this movie <laughs> was always in like some exotic desert like in the middle east or like mm -hmm. in africa or something and so i was just like this is in nevada what <laughs> i've not seen any of the others um to be honest no it was just also really funny because um like where they were in nevada I had such a wild tour of Nevada this last year because my brother ran a dirt bike race from Vegas oh, to that's Reno. Right. And it wasn't necessarily from Vegas. It was like an hour outside of Vegas. Like we drove so far. Like I thought, <laughs> just like, what the fuck? We drove so far out into the desert just to get to where we were going to spend the night before the race. Cause my brother had to be up at like 5am and at the race line at like <laughs> six thirty or something. So we're driving from Vegas out there, freaking pitch dark because we got there like probably 45 minutes too late and it was just like, whatever. But wait, too late? Like he was late? No, 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 no. Like the, the night, the night before. No, no, no. He was on time oh. for this race, but he did not get to sleep very much the night before, which, oh, which okay. was not great. But you're driving out in these places and like this, you know, in this movie, they're constantly talking about how like Bixby's the next closest town. It's 36 miles away. There's only one road out. Uh, well, yada 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 and I was like this is like the places that I drove through like 
I literally, we drove through one that is a, it says it's like an Area 51, like alien space place, like <gasps> land here. And it has gas pumps. And that's where we filled up on gas because you get to these places out there where there's not gas for like 150 miles. So it's oh like, oh my God. So we fill up on gas at this like rinky dink place and then realize that the other half of it, there's like a convenience store that's the Area 51 thing. There's like four gas pumps and then the rest of it is a brothel. And so you're in literal brothel territory in Nevada <laughs> where it's like the only legal brothels in the U.S. are in these random counties in the middle of nowhere in Nevada because like no one can be mad about it because it's your fault for driving past that. Like there's no like <laughs> you're not like mad that the brothel is next to your like school or whatever. One of the brothels also was named the shady lady and the way it was described was as like private rooms whatever but like we literally drove past it and like what it was was individual trailers like it was oh like they must have, the madam must have like let girls come out and like park their trailer <laughs> and that's like yeah i mean like that's like how it works i don't know like <laughs> no shade to the sex workers it was just like you're just like in a different world. So when they were there this whole time in this movie, I was like, I've been there. <laughs> oh, I also, we also passed the clown motel, which I think I sent you guys. Yes. Like, uh, post, like someone posted about it on Instagram. <laughs> the clown motel, we absolutely passed that. We took, I have pictures. It was, it was insane. That's and I do amazing. have to say, my brother did a 500 mile race from quote unquote Vegas to Reno. And, um, unfortunately broke down at 400 miles but i have to tell you it was like 106 degrees all day oh. and we were tired from driving in the air-conditioned car and then setting up the pit stops that we needed to do for him <laughs> i was like i don't even know how you're like this is crazy but yeah oh it was fun God. it was it was one of my few covid um adventures you know we got to test it yeah. before we got tested after we really weren't around anyone they're really in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> right. But yeah, it was fun. Okay. So anyway, this thing is in Nevada. Didn't know that. <laughs> Start yeah. out with some real hokey music. And Andrea, you'll understand this reference since you just watched City Slickers. But I didn't realize that the music, like, I thought it was going to be more of like a thriller. I didn't expect the like hokey City Slickers style like music where it was kind of like <laughs> doofy and really funny. And so our main character, Kevin Bacon, is also, his name is Valentine, or Val. And he works as a handyman with his friend Earl, who seems to be older, but, like, he makes fun of him for being way older. But it's, like, it seems like the, it, it seems like an eight-year difference or something. But, like, yeah, Val, I can't Val acts was... like he's really old. <laughs> okay, I just looked it up. It is a 16-year age difference, so not like it's, like, 40 years. <laughs> So really 16 yeah i mean that that's still not, not insane but like no but like earl just didn't seem that old to me like 16 is like almost old enough to be your parent right like i i can understand that but like earl yeah. didn't seem that old maybe it's because to me kevin bacon is not 18 like he just old in my head yeah <laughs> like because Earl's really didn't young seem old. I guess I'm also getting old now where, like, I'd rather date Earl than Kevin Bacon at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to cut foot loose? No. <laughs> I also can't dance. Um, 
Um, by the way, for handymen, they're not very good because when when uh, they were trying to like hammer in a nail for like barbed wire, <laughs> did you catch that? It took him like fifteen whacks to get the thing in, and I was like, I was like, is that how you hammer it? You just sort of put it on top and smash it in. <laughs> <laughs> it was very like that was not right. I was like, this is goofy. <laughs> But yeah, so they're like basically just two hired handymen. They just sort of roam around with yeah, they getting jobs. Like fix stuff in this really tiny town. And the whole time they're just bitching about it. Like they don't like their job and they don't want to be stuck in perfection. I think the sign says there's 14 residents. Like that is yeah. mind blowing. And I know. that's another thing is when you're driving through those places in Nevada, like I don't even know if people understand that like America has these spaces in it. But like it. It'll just be like, you know, that like they can't be on like water or anything. Like they've got to be on like tanks and septic because it'll just be like four trailers out off of the freeway, but like a mile off of the freeway into the mountains. There's nothing around it. There's no farmland because it's desert. Like there's no cows. There's no, it's wild. And this is where they are. <laughs> I mean, only 14 people in the town. That means even at the height of COVID, you could safely still call a town meeting and have everybody show up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd still be totally allowed to fit into the small gathering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there are only three households in the town. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Um, so anyhow, they're cruising around, complaining about their job, being like, I want to get out of here. They run into a girl. Well, they run into a student who's a girl. Apparently, they get a student every year that comes out to do some like seismology investigation stuff. And this year, it's Rhonda. And Val was really hoping she had legs that never ended, green eyes, blonde hair, nice rack. He had this whole list. Yeah. And he had a whole cemetery of girlfriends on his visor of his truck. Um, that apparently used to fit That's this. an amazing name for what it was. Yeah, that's a great, that is what it was. That's funny. It's like a graveyard of past girlfriends, which also, if there are only 14 people in the town, how did he manage to get like six girls of the same, I, like, I'd be like, right? you're pretty There's... lucky to be honest. Right, about half of them are men and two of them are kids. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Right, exactly. I was like, how did you find these? Where'd you pick them up? Yeah. So he's like praying for this and he pulls over and they see her and she's got a bunch of zinc on her nose because she's in the fucking middle of the desert working outside and she's a rational human being. And he's just like, meh. But you <laughs> yeah. can tell she's she's like, it's like she's all that. Like you can tell she's pretty underneath. Like she has pretty eyes and a nice face. Yeah. When we were watching it, I, I was watching my roommate. I was like, okay, would you rather you walk up and in this case, obviously she didn't know him. She didn't she didn't care. But let's say you know that guy and you have a crush on him. Would you rather him see you with your nose like that, covered in like <laughs> sunscreen, or in curlers? I think curlers. What? I yeah. would say the sunscreen. That shows I care about my skin health. Curlers, no, I feel like because always look zinc- so degrading. The zinc sunscreen makes you look like Mark Zuckerberg in Hawaii trying to <laughs> <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg surfing like a dope and then like at least if your hair's in curlers like your face might look nice and you'd be like I'm about to go out and be way cooler than you you loser who just pulled over in your truck 
I don't know. Okay. That's interesting because my roommate picked curlers as well. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like I'd rather my face look decent. But I mean, I understand what you're saying. Like, good, good, would you rather? Um, I know. Thrilling. <laughs> so this girl's name is Rhonda, and she's a student at the university, and she's studying to become a seismologist. And so she's going to be out in the town for the semester. And so she's, like, trying to be friendly and nice, and their Val's kind of a dick. Um, but she says that there's been some strange vibrations. So she's, you know, taking a look at the monitors, like the the tools to the seismology whatever i don't know i'm um, i'm str- i'm struggling right now between a help me ronda joke and a good vibrations joke so maybe <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong because i definitely had those uh, it's like a lot of beach boy songs cruising through my right. <laughs> they really should have used help me ronda at some that would have been amazing <laughs> Good vibrations. Also, that would right. be incredible. The outro, except the, the good. There, except the vibrations in this room, not good. The trailer. They were bad. <laughs> uh, they were good at the end. Okay, so like, yeah, this is where we kind of like he meets her and he's like disappointed, and the wise older um, Earl is like, you know, you need to stop dating dumb girls that just fit your list. Like that girl has a brain and she seems like a good person. Like maybe give her a chance. Also, it um, was like, you could tell she was really cute underneath. I thought she looked like, um, Jen- I think her name's Jennifer Gray. The, the girl from dirty dancing. Yes. Yeah. That's like, I she she was looked like, like she was like peak eighties. Pretty. Like she was cute. Yeah. Eyes. Yeah. So they cruise back into town and they go to the general store, which is um, owned by a guy named Walter. So it's Walter's general store. And he's a man that's always looking to make a buck, um, which makes sense because when you're in a town of 14 people, how much money can you be making on the general store? <laughs> right. Um, and right. this is wait, where... Wait, wait. But it's not just... Okay, so it's it's called like... It's called Market. But I was like, okay, this is a place where you can walk in you can buy bullets for your gun. You can buy like your regular snacks and food that you need. And you can also get a beer and he'll open it and you sit there and drink it like it's a bar. Like the I mean, store there's only amazing. 14 people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair there enough. are no rules. You don't need that many rules. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So we get, we get introduced to some of the town folk. One of whom is... Mrs. Reba McIntyre. So and just I was tell me your so reaction excited. when you saw her. Yeah, what were what were you like? Oh my! <laughs> I think I gasped and I wrote Reba McIntyre in all caps. To be quite honest, I worked until eleven p.m. and then this was at eleven thirty. So the fact that you got any decent reaction out of me is probably good. <laughs> I was like when the credits when like there was the opening credits that were saying the names i was like looking i was like oh my god please don't say reba she's gonna be so stoked about reba and i was like i don't want it to get all spoiled like anaconda (laughs) (laughs) i was like it was anaconda yeah okay okay i was like she's gonna be so excited to see reba (laughs) and uh, so exciting fun fact uh this was her first movie oh i think she's a great actress did you she was so good in this she is. She's a great actress, I think. She's always, she's, she's, I've like listened to a ton of her music, but I think she's very fun. Like she has like a very fun energy and sort of like presence on 
like on screen or I know she had the show and stuff and like I could see why she I didn't really watch the show that wasn't like at the time at the age I was in the show was on it wasn't really like a show for me but I was like I can see why she would have that like she's fun she's like a fun person to listen to and like I yeah I was gonna ask you if you'd seen the show because I love that show it's great I'd maybe seen an episode or two but like not not really it wasn't really relevant for me <laughs> Yeah, no, she was great. We used to, like, watch that as a family. She was great. She was so fun in this, though. She's just a genuine, awesome person. I feel like Reba's gonna be, like, the next generation's, um... Dolly Parton? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, she's gonna be the next generation's Dolly Parton. She's just such a (laughs) sweet, dear, wonderful person that, like, doesn't have, like, a hating boat in her body. Right. Okay, so we kind of get introduced to townspeople, and then we cut back to Rhonda, who's checking her equipment, and she almost gets attacked, but gets into her car right at the at the the right time. Right. Um, and then we cut back to the boys, who are still cleaning and still complaining about life, and <laughs> they're trying to empty a septic tank, and they're arguing back and forth about leaving perfection. And he's like, well, how could I get worse? And then he turns the crank. So, of course, like, shit sprays all over them. <laughs> yep. So they pack to leave. They just pack up their truck. I, apparently, these two guys, I don't know if we ever learned their relationship. They live in a trailer together in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I'm a little bit confused. But, like, how did they become friends? Did, like... Right? I'm like, this is, like... I mean, I would say this is like second in in terms of how did they become friends. This mystery is second only to Doc and Marty McFly. Right? And the how it's did like... they become friends mysteries? I'm <laughs> sure, actually, you know what? I'll say I'll say third. I'm sure that there's other ones I'm not thinking of that are crazier. But <laughs> yes, this was perplexing. Yeah, like with that kind of age. Of, it's like, also, it's also it's like it seems like neither of them has any family. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. it's just, they just have each other. I mean, if you move out to a place like that, I assume, like, you want to be away from people. But it's weird to have, like, they seem very social and, like, they're best friends. So, like, those yeah. don't seem like the type of people that want to live in a town of 14 people. You know, like. I, although, I guess, how can you not know everyone in town when there's only 14? I guess only 12 others for you to learn. So. Yeah, but, but but what I'm saying is like if you're a bunch of if you're social people, like they seem like they want to go to bars and meet people and do this stuff, like why would they ever move to this right. town in the first place? <laughs> right. Um, and they're both single, like, you know, and I would say that um I would say that one of them is reasonably attract- attractive. <laughs> also, I just every time it was like mentioned or seen anywhere, I just got such a kick out of the name perfection Perfection. (laughs) and i'm just gonna assuming you didn't look it up what do you think lorraine is this a real town or not i just looked it up because i wanted to see if it was like out there somewhere i would have not been surprised though because i'm not telling you i'm telling i'm telling you when you go out to those places in nevada this is what towns are named like like this is like bixby and perfection are people it's totally it's not real it's not a real place, unfortunately. Yeah, very. I was disappointed. I was the opposite. I was hoping they made it up. It's funnier if they made it up just for the joke of saying 
we're leaving perfection. I hate perfection. We got to get out of perfection. If it's funnier <laughs> if they made that up just for the joke of the whole movie than if it was a real place. And they're like, let's riff off this. Like they just solely had to go off their joke. Like I, <laughs> I was happy. They should have done real. like a don't mess with perfection is what it should have been the right. tagline. Right. <laughs> um, Okay, so then we get to um, them leaving town. They're driving out, and this woman stops them. She has a daughter who likes to be on a pogo stick, foreshadowing. (laughs) She offers them some work for, like, a month. She's like, I have, like, a month's worth of work that I need you to do. I'll pay you in beer um, for a month because she needs some stuff done, and they're, like, the only handy people. And they are like, no, we won't do it. And they leave town, and they're talking to her. She's like... Can you believe we passed up beer? But the one funny thing I wrote down here was at first I was like, Phoebe? Like, this woman is such a close... Like, I thought this woman could have been Phoebe's mom. Oh, that's funny. I can see that. Like, she's not as, like, slender. Like, her face is a little rounder. But, like, the mannerisms and her face... Like, it could be her mom or her cousin or something. I I could see that. That's fair, yeah. So, um, as they're on their way out of town, they run into the town drunk that's sitting up on um up on like an electric like a power pylon thing yeah yeah not like not like the brown electric pole like the big metal ones that again these crazy things run throughout nevada they're huge also they have these really wild um sun farms i'll tell you about sometime they have like a tower (laughs) that redirects the sun to the sun panels and it literally looks like you're on an alien planet so anyway he's sitting up there like pretty high and so because he's sitting up there and they're like god we're gonna have to get you down from this thing he's like pretty high up there and so kevin bacon val has to climb up there and um and realizes like as he's talking to him and looks at him he's he's dead and then they have um, a really, really thorough medical evaluation on the tailgate where the only doctor in town, which is interesting how a town of 14 people has a doctor, but <laughs> he's like, he died of dehydration. And they were like, well, that would have taken three or four days. He just sat up there for three or four days. And he was like, I guess so. Maybe he was really drunk. Yeah. Or they thought like, what if some guys like drove him up there, but then they were like that, like, like they were harassing him, but like that, they wouldn't wait around for him to die. That'd be psychotic. <laughs> psychotic, and he had like a loaded gun, so it was like very confusing. Then we cut to another town folk uh, farming, which again, I, I don't know if we, maybe we should go back and count the characters because maybe it seems like there might be more than fourteen. But I'm just gonna <laughs> trust the sign that said. whatever now entering perfection welcome to perfect what i'm just gonna trust the population 14 they should have cut back to that sign each time and like reduce the number we can't deep dive in this because you know what we'll come across graboids (laughs) so (laughs) don't want to do a deep dive not too deep so there's a man farming and he gets snatched and Rhonda, our, our seismologist, sees the seismographs and is like, what the F is going on? Mm-hmm. Um, and all his sheep get eaten as well. This man's name was Old Fred. And then they walk over and they're trying to find Old Fred. And they're like, where, are, where is he? Where is he? And then they see his hat and they're like, oh, this is weird that his hat's here. And they pick up his hat. And then we get like a nice jump surprise of 
old Fred's face just sitting there. So then after they take care of dead old Fred and um, dead town drunk, they're like, we're getting the fuck out of here. So each time they try to leave town, they run into like another dead yes, body. Yes, they keep <laughs> they keep um, being like, OK, now now we're really going. Yeah, they, they keep yeah. trying to leave. But then <laughs> perfection pulls them back. <laughs> When they went out and and saw the town drunk, that's when they like they took him and they took him back into town and they told the road crew they're like something's going on. You need to like get out of here. And they like don't believe him. Well, they uh, head back out and the road crew is dead. Uh, yep. <laughs> and the the road is blocked. Well, they were doing some bad vibrations, the, the <laughs> jackhammering into the ground. So mm-hmm. basically like an alarm bell for the giant worms, which mm-hmm. they don't know what it is yet. But um, and they they're doing it and they like bring up blood One gets dragged away. There's like you see like a bit of a kerfuffle, but then like, yeah, they're they're all they all die. <laughs> yeah. So the whole road crew dies um, and then they go back to the general store. By the way, in between all of these things, they're running back to the general store to be like this weird things happened. Yes, weird things yeah. happen. Okay, now we've seen bloody corpses and things. Like, what the fuck is going on? Um, <laughs> and when they run into the the road being blocked and finding out that the road crew is dead, um, Kevin Bacon slash Val backs up in a hurry to get away and gets stuck on something, which Earl thinks is him getting hooked on like a rock or something. And what we find out when he gets back to the general store is a graboid which they haven't quite named yet but it's one of the worms um (laughs) had grabbed onto the truck and like they tore part of it off so now they kind of know that they're dealing with some wild like animal creature thing rather than just a serial killer because he did freak out and tell the road crew like there's someone killing people out here and so like they definitely think there's like some crazy murderer (laughs) um then we see this one retired couple which was really sad i'll just briefly touch on this and they're just like sitting out at the construction site for their new house and they're so excited to retire and be like out under the stars and apparently they hate humanity which is fair and so they are running a generator which gets eaten by a graboid and then the husband gets taken and then the wife gets taken by being in the car the entire car gets sucked underground so now we've got like now we're starting to understand the scale of how big these things are yes can swallow a car yeah and so like val and earl figure this out they go out there and they're like these people are missing too and then they realize that the radio is playing and they find the car is under the dirt and they're like this is cuckoo cuckoo bonkers so (laughs) they run back to the general store again and they talk about what they're going to do because now the road is blocked and they're 36 miles away from Bixby, which is the next closest town. And their phone lines aren't working, which is also like a little conniving of these worms. Like that's kind of interesting. Oh, and apparently, yeah. And apparently radios don't work either because they're like um, surrounded by these mountains, which again, when you're in these random places, there's no cell phone reception Mm -hmm. and it sucks. So they decide in this conversation now they kind of haven't figured out that it's the vibrations yet but you would kind of think that it would be like i don't know how they haven't figured that out but 
movie's called Tremors. We've got some irony going on, so. Well, they immediately are like, they can't see. I'm like, well, wait, how, well, well, how do you know that? I'm like, it, how do you know they can't see you? It's, right. It's, yeah. <laughs> they immediately like, figure that out, but they don't figure out that, like, the Tremors part. Yeah. <laughs> that, and then here's the thing, like, they know that these things are, like, eating people and animals. And what they decide to do is to head out on horseback. So I yeah. labeled this more food because the horses are food, <laughs> more vibrations, yeah, <laughs> more vibrations because they're all plodding along, less yep. speed. I'm confused. I was like, this is the worst decision in the world. <laughs> and then they're like, who's the best on horseback? And I was like, fucking Reba. She used to like compete in the rodeo. So, um, she did. Yeah, yeah. Her oh, her awesome. dad her dad was like a rodeo professional. That's so funny that you were like fucking Reva. <laughs> <laughs> right. They were like, they who who did it? They're like, no, it must be the baconator and Earl. <laughs> exactly. These two doofuses. You can't even <laughs> literally can't even hammer a nail. And then not only that, but they tell us it's like 30, did I say 36? It's 38 miles. Yeah. And they've got no water for the horses. Like, think about walking 40 miles. Like, horses yeah. need water. Like, 40 miles on horseback with almost no supplies, no water, no nothing. It'll be fine. <laughs> I would need water if I was just driving in a car for 36 miles with the AC <laughs> right. on. <laughs> right? I was like, these horses are going to die. What's oh, I know. So, of course, the predictable happens. The horses get spooked by these creatures they from the beneath. Kind of- of course, they, feel them before just like a dog yeah. feeling an earthquake. Although that's bullshit because earthquakes have happened here and my dog has no reaction. Yeah, my dog either. I, I, I wonder yeah. if too, though, like they happen so frequently the little ones aren't a problem. Maybe they like know when it's going to be like a big one. Maybe. Well, I guess we'll have to. <laughs> I guess hopefully we'll we find out one day. Hopefully you're on the first floor. Um <laughs> So, of course, they get knocked off the horses. Then they're kind of, like, battling this this tremor worm graboid. And I was like, oh, my God, the babies, like, come out of the big one. So, like, what you see the first few attacks is, like, these little things attacking. And then there's, like, right. these big Berthas. And I thought it was, like, mom and babies or whatever. But it's, like, these little ones are inside of the big one. So, like, first the little ones come out and kind of explore and grab things. And if they can't get the job done, then the big worm comes out. Well, that's why it is like I, I compared it to Beetlejuice before. It is sort of like that where there's the one in there. There's like the main big one, but then there's a little one in there that does the grabbing. Except in this mm-hmm. case, there's like three or four little yeah. ones that do the grabbing and they pull it into like the big main part. Yes. Yeah. And then the the way they defeat this graboid which is what i'll call it from now on but we'll talk about the names that they tried to come up with (laughs) they they're like running from it and then they jump because they come up to like a concrete culvert like a water runoff you know and they jump to the other side and they don't make it to the other side but they manage to like grab onto the other side and then the worm literally just collides (laughs) into the concrete culvert and kills itself like it dies by impact and i was like Later on, when you get more information, this is going to be even more ridiculous. Yeah, right. Yeah. So this worm kills itself, and the guys are like, oh my god, oh my god, it's dead, and what the fuck just happened? 
and they're kind of panicking. And then Rhonda comes from above and is just like, hey, she says, hey, what's up? Also, before that, um, well, not before before Rhonda comes up uh, and they realize that it's dead. Kevin Bacon looks at it and I he goes fuck you <laughs> like because it's dead he like says it with that great so funny um but then yeah Rhonda comes up and they're like help us Rhonda help help us Rhonda and she's like help I us figured- get us out of this culvert uh- <laughs> <laughs> so yeah and she says that there's three more based on the seismic readings so that's what my theory is that this one was like the dum-dum the first guy that they sent out. That's why this one was dumb and he just smashed into a wall and died. And then <laughs> each one gets progressively smarter. Yeah, that's I, true. They are they do get smarter. So yeah. I can't insult them too much. I can't insult the first guy. He was just the 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 decoy. Yeah. <laughs> basically. So then like they start running because she's like, I think there is more. And they end up they're like trying to get to her car. She has a truck out there. But they yeah. end up getting stuck on a rock all day and all night because the these things can't tunnel through um, rock. They can only go through kind of like the soft topsoil, which that shit ain't soft out there. But yeah, so like apparently these things have all the strength to get through this topsoil, but they don't have the ab strength to really keep themselves more than like a few feet out of yeah. the earth. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they sit on the top of a rock all day and all night. And then they're, like, talking about, like, we have to make a plan. We can't just, like, die here of, you know, starvation or thirst like the town drunk did. And right. Rhonda and Rhonda is, like, trying to give them an opinion and give them an opinion. And they're totally ignoring her, which is, um, it's not a 90s incident. It's a, it's a But I, th- I mean, I think that they did that. Like, they did it on purpose to make it a joke, like. Were, yeah, like haha, to, sexism, yeah. toxic masculinity is very funny. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it was funny because Rhonda is really an awesome character in this, and she's like, yes. "Fuck you!" Finds a pole and it, and just like walks over and it's like, "You guys know how to pole vault?" And then just like vaults herself from one rock to like the next set of rocks. Finds a perfect pole vaulting stick. Thank right. God, there are two more just like it. <laughs> Well, they were like it looked like it was like construction materials because there were some like wood boards, oh, and then they were like okay. they were like metal poles, and so I think it was okay. like for a fence or something. Okay, I mean, I'll still allow it. lucky that in the middle of nowhere that that's right. ha- they happen to be next to that, but yep. Also cracked me up because again the hokey music comes in, and it kind of looked like the it kind of reminded me of the scene from like Karate Kid where he's standing and like the silhouette of him doing like his karate moves. Because it's like <laughs> a funny scene of all three of them going from rock to rock, like at yeah. different <laughs> different rocks is funny. So now they get themselves close to the car and they're like, okay, we're going to jump together on three onto the car and then drive away. So she's smart. She gets her keys in her mouth. They all hop into the bed of the truck. They break into her car. She can't get through the back window. So she just starts the car and starts driving with like her hands on the pedals. She just yeah, she just like smashes her hand on the gas. And there's and no <laughs> steering. And she's like, nope. uh, hello. <laughs> I was like, this is so dangerous. <laughs> so they managed to get back to the general store, because that's what happens. 
Um, and here, Walter, the owner of the general store, who's always looking to make a buck, he's like charging people like $15 a photo with the piece of snake that they captured earlier, like from the truck. Well, he bought it off them for 15 and then I think he was charging them like three bucks or or five bucks. Some, he was charging them something, but yeah, he, he saw an opportunity for money and seized it for sure. It made me laugh because he he charged them like three bucks or whatever. But I was like, again, there's only 14 people in the town. Yeah. Right. The maximum amount of money that you can make. It's a very finite it's amount. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they're like debating on what to call them. One of the they 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 kind of stumble upon oids. They like the sound of oids. So they call them suckoids or snakeoids. <laughs> So those kind of made me laugh. It was funny. Yep. And then the um, snakes. What do we? What did we decide to call them? No, I forgot. I mean, graboids is what they're graboids. graboids is what they're called. Yeah, they call them graboids, which is still <laughs> like real, even weirder. The, the real scientific term, Lorraine, is graboids. It's what it says in the <laughs> textbooks. That's very stupid. <laughs> that is. I, I didn't actually. I feel like I only heard it a couple times in the movie, but when I, when I was trying to look up stuff about the movie that's what they were referred to as that's so, so like, funny okay. no they only said it a few times and they never really decided on a name they just no. started calling it that and so it was just funny because it's still feel just like a very they, i think i like i feel like they said giant worms and stuff way more like they said yeah. worm, i heard worm and slug like way more than than that so yeah say whatever you want <laughs> yeah Oh, and by the way, like way back when, when like the first one died at the culvert, they actually kind of dug it up so they could see what they were dealing with. And so uh, that's how they kind of learned a little bit about how these things get around and what they're what they yeah. look like and whatever. It's also real. It's also really not as big as as you might. It's not as long. <laughs> I feel like they should have certainly ago. made them like 40 feet long. Right. Yeah. 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 They would have been way more fierce. Like, like some, if- they were very. Like, if you're maybe 6'5", your head is probably going to stick out, even if it tries to fully swallow you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was longer than that, but it wasn't as long as you thought it would be. It was like no. the props department was like, we don't want to have to do all this. Yeah, I'm, I, have, <laughs> I just want to wash this paper mache off my hands. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> um, can't, we, can't we just wait 20 years for CGI to come into play? <laughs> So then it starts attacking at the general store. And so everyone like runs into the general store and they think they're safe in the gen- like inside for now. But then uh, we do have a cut scene where there's like this little girl, her name's Mindy and she's always on her pogo stick. And she's <laughs> like, they're always like, Mindy, what's your count at? And she's like 680. And I think she has yeah. like her like Walkman in or something. So yeah. she's on the fucking pogo stick and can't hear anyone. And they're like, Mandy, Mandy, stop with the pogo stick. <laughs> um, and so they like run to save her and Rhonda gets caught in barbed wire, which is a hilarious scene <laughs> because oh my gosh, they yeah. just wanted some sort of sex appeal in this movie because she's trying to get the barbed wire off and she's trying to be careful that she's not moving too much, but like the graboid is like totally coming for her. And then the graboid actually gets um, caught in the barbed wire. So then it starts like sucking her in. And instead of someone having wire cutters, which you'd think like a handyman would have on his belt or anything. Right. Val, Kevin Bacon tells her, 
get out of your pants. I was like, that was a little on the nose, Val. So, so we get her naked, which is funny. I read about this scene that um, they, they didn't rehearse the scene. So the response that she sort of has to having to like take her pants off as fast as she can in front of Kevin Bacon was like a real, re- <laughs> a real like reaction, which I'm like, I'm like, who do you think you are a movie that you have to try and elicit real reactions? <laughs> right. This, this is all, this whole thing is supposed to be hokey. Like you, you know what it is. It's fine. They're, if it's they're not taking, it's not taking itself too seriously. No, that's what makes it so great. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. But yeah, so of course she ends up in her underwear. Um, Trooper was definitely interested in the sounds at this point, by the way. My dog was like, what are these animals? Every oh, like, When went. there's things like that on TV, he's like, I don't recognize that animal. That What is that? Oh, and as a dog, do you wonder if they like think it must be real? Like They must think that everything on the TV is real. Like. Does our dog? Does my dog have the ability to discern re- reality from fantasy? I wonder if he sees things on TV. So he's just like, well, that's part. I don't know. I don't know if he makes the connection. That's <laughs> what I would ask my dog if he could talk. Um, <laughs> Walter kindly gives um, um, Rhonda some pants and shoes, and they take care of her wounds. It's kind of a nice bonding moment. Um, between her and Val. Um, then I, the next note that I have is, no, it got Walter. Yeah, so the store owner, so so there was some, like, a, a soda machine or ice cream machine. There was something, like, in yeah, the store. Yeah, Pepsi that was, refrigerator. Yeah, it was, like, making noise. And in the beginning, it, it, like, earlier in the movie, he asked them to fix it, but they were like, no, we're trying to keep to the schedule. We don't have time right now. And then it does this noise later. And ultimately, and he ends up dying because they're like trying as fast as they can to, to turn it off to make it stop. Like, because it's like shaking and vibrating and making noise. And yeah, unplugs it and it takes down Walter. And then that's sort of, I think that was like the first one where it figured out that it can kind of come through the floorboards. Yeah, yeah. That was like, they, they thought they were safe inside. And so they were like hanging out not stressing and then it burst through the floorboards because it was so excited and it and it hit Walter. Yep. I did note at this point there's throughout this there's this teenage boy named Melvin and I just wrote that he's the worst. However, I want to <laughs> give Melvin a little bit of credit because can you imagine being a teenage boy when there's only 14 people in town? Like <laughs> right. He doesn't have it great. No. So like as much as I want to hate well, him, like, I didn't he can't see, have like... a normal life. <laughs> Oh, I didn't see, like, he didn't seem to have parents or anything. Like, he's kind of just, like, there, like, being a little shithead with a basketball or whatever. Like, he He has to have parents somewhere, but you're right. They don't really address it. (laughs) They just stood inside, stayed inside, didn't pay attention to any of of this, any of the commotion. Some some underage boy showed up today. He's just hanging out. No one cares. Yeah, no, he's just really obnoxious, but I was like, I guess if I was a teenage boy in this situation, I'd be obnoxious, too. (laughs) So Reba and her husband, Bert, end up at their house, and they're actually, like, out hunting, I think. Well, they're, like, apocalypse preppers. Like, they have tons and tons and tons of guns, and they're at their house, they're, um, they weren't hunt. they were, so she, like, they had a machine or whatever to like sort bullets 
And so she was doing that and it was making a crazy vibration. And so everybody else, after Walter got eaten, the the store owner, they Kevin Bacon was like, oh, everybody up on the roof. So they, they get up on the roof and Rhonda was outside. So she ends up on like a water tower, but they're all up on stuff. And then at, at Reba's house, her and her husband, they're like sorting bullets and just sort of like playing with their guns. And and then that vibration starts and it heads right towards them. Yeah. And like Reba's got her binoculars out and can see down and is like, everyone's on their on the roof. Like something is happening. Yeah. Um, and she's like paying more attention. Bert is more of a jerk. But they have like, I feel like we're not making it like I can't make it. They have so many guns. It's like they're covering. The they have walls. an entire wall of guns. So when this when the graboid comes at them, it's like, well, if anyone's going to survive, it should be them. So this is the funny yeah. thing here, though. This is the dichotomy. So, first of all, on the radio, they're yelling at them, like, you guys need to get to the roof, get to the roof. And they don't listen and get to the roof because they're like, we're fine. We're in our bunker. They're literally in like a cinder block bunker. They have all of their guns. They're like, we're fine. What are you talking about? And they keep telling you it's the roof and they don't. So, of course, the snakes come straight to where this um, thing is vibrating. And then they plow through the cinder block walls and get shot by a multitude, like an entire arsenal of guns, and somehow that doesn't kill them. But the concrete culvert that the other one ran in, like, I just, it, no. That first one was a dumb dumb. <laughs> that first one hard. was like the Darwin Awards, <laughs> like, it was the weak one, like. <laughs> but so there's this huge gun that's called an elephant gun, I guess, and that's what he, they, like, he's, he, well, they're both sort of sharing, firing, like, different like rifles and shotguns and 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 once he figures out once Bert the husband figures out like okay we got to shoot in the mouth like when it's open that's like where it's the most vulnerable so he does that and he kills it and he has it's like my favorite little exchange in the movie where he's like on the on the radio he's like all right like I killed that mother humper and um why do they say mother humpers were they trying not to get a like rated R and Kevin Bacon says congratulations be advised, however, that there are two more, repeat, two more mother humpers. <laughs> yes. And I was like, are they just trying not to say the real word and get a rating increase? Like, <laughs> yes. So there was basically like it originally the movie had an R rating and it had like, I think like over 20 fucks in it. But then to make it more sort of a, mass appeal they took out a lot of them and that is why we are left with the glory that is the word mother humper (laughs) there are two more i repeat two more mother humpers (laughs) i mean it was just so obvious and it was just so funny i was like that i no one has ever said that word before and no one has ever said that word again (laughs) trying to make fetch happen no one's gonna (laughs) say mother humpers it's ridiculous (laughs) If I'm going to use the, the only time I'm ever going to use the word humping is like dogs. The other thing that I laughed at was when, when this happened, Bert yelled, you broke into the wrong goddamn rec room. And I was like, rec room. It's like you're this rec, this is your rec room. You have like literally a wall full of guns. It was crazy. I was like, this is a, this is a bunker, bro. You're in welcome a bunker. To, yeah. Welcome to Nevada where your rec room is. That's, that's the wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> 
So then we get we cut back to the the town where the snakes start to rattle buildings. And they kill this one guy who was totally not going to make it and not worth saving. His name was Nestor because he gets knocked off of his trailer because basically the, t- the snakes are like trying to figure out which buildings they can like flip over and if they can knock anyone down. So they are getting smarter. So it's like just because we can't get to the roof doesn't mean we can't get you to the ground. And Nestor gets knocked off his trailer and then they're like, climb, run, climb, whatever, you know, get up. And he climbs onto a tire laying down <laughs> and tries to lay on the tire. And they're like, no, Nestor, higher. And you're like, if you're in this situation and we don't understand the stakes and what needs to be done, you're done. I, you just get out of here. <laughs> but it also reminds me of that tweet Call where it's like, Nestor, you're drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Reminds me of that tweet where it's like, I don't know why all these people in these apocalyptic movies fight so hard to survive. (laughs) Right. (laughs) If that's the world, don't you just want to die? Just let it go. (laughs) Is it really worth it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the thing where it's like, I I am spending a lot of money and I am not having any fun. (laughs) So then Reba has a car that is still functioning. And so they're like, okay, we're going to come down to the town and we're going to pick y'all up. And we're gonna... But Reba and Bert spend a bunch of time playing with their guns and the snakes destroy their car. So now there's no, there's no cars, there's no mode of transportation right. and they don't know how they're going to get out of the valley because um, Rhonda and all her genius is like, we just need to get where it's rock, like get to solid ground, not this dirt. So we just need to get up into the mountains because those Nevada mountains are all granite. Andrea and I mm-hmm. know. Hurts my feet. <laughs> yep. So they're trying to figure out how they're going to do this. And they talk to each other. And they're like, okay, we have a cat tractor. And it's old, but it can it will pull anything. It will get through anything. It's so heavy that the snakes won't be able to pick it up. Which is a little right. bit funny to me, too, because I'm like, they're picking up these whole buildings. But okay, whatever you say. That's what I thought, too. But I was like, I'm just going to make the leap. Don't question it. Don't question yep. Make the leap just like Kevin Bacon's about to. Suspend, suspend belief. Yep. Yes. <laughs> so then um, throughout the movie, um, Val and Earl have been doing rock, paper, scissors. And uh, Val loses almost every time. Yep. So this time Earl wins again. And so Earl's like, I'm going to go do it. And Val's like, no, I'm going to go do it because I lost. And he's like, no, this time I win. So I get to choose. And they're like arguing about it. And then Kevin Bacon punches Earl in the face and says, and, and says, uh, and like jumps off and is like, I'm going to go do it. And so Earl's like, good luck, shithead. And then Kevin Bacon said, don't worry, jerk off. And so there's some of the swear words, I guess, that got to stay. <laughs> right. So, so the little their like plan was there's like some little tiny tractor, like a little thing that like a dad would have to mow the lawn. Like mm-hmm. it's like a little one like that. And their plan is like, okay, let's just like set this, you know, put whatever press on the gas, make it go off in one direction, so that the um the someone worm will have the ability. That, so that yeah, so that the grubwood will hear feel that moving and it'll follow that thing and then somebody else can sort of make a break for it so they like make that distraction go and then that is when the baconator makes the run for the cat tractor 
Yeah, although it is funny because he punches her on the face and is like gonna be cool, but then he jumps off the building and like breaks his tailbone. Like it was the least like <laughs> it was like the least. It was like he would have made it if it weren't for the fact that he had to like recover from this tailbone injury before he got up yep. and started running. But right, so of course he's running out there and he's not gonna make it. And so everyone's like, "Stop running! Stop moving! Stop moving!" So he stops, and the graboids are really close to him, but they can't find him because it's kind of like Jurassic Park. If you don't move, they can't see you. <laughs> and so, so then they start making noise back at the building to try and get him to. Or is this where she does? This is where she. Um, this is where Rhonda breaks a pipe on the water tower that she's sitting on, and that like vibration of the water falling distracts the yes. graboids, and they come to her. Yes. So. Correct. Val gets to the tractor. He actually hooks up this thing, like a like a eighteen wheeler, like that would carry tomatoes. That kind of like uh, trailer to the tractor, so all the people can hop in. So he drives it over. All the people hop off their buildings, except for Nestor, because he was on a on a tire and he deserved to die. (laughs) (laughs) And then he drives all of them out to Reba and Bert at their fortress. And Reba and Bert have been busy. They have been building yep. bombs. They've got their guns together. They've got all this ammo. And then they take forever to get in the back of the tractor. But they do eventually. They could not pack that bag slower of little homemade bombs. <laughs> no, no. And it was like the Graboids are grabbing onto the tractor. So they had to like start to move because otherwise they're going to like derail the tractor gears, whatever. So anyhow. They hop in the back. They're on their way. I wrote down that this trip would take so many hours at that pace. And <laughs> I would also presume if you were going 40 miles, I would think that you would need gas, but I don't know. These things run on well, diesel. I They did address... I'm sure the gas thing, you're right. Could, <laughs> that's a good point. They did address, though, like um, Kevin or Val says, like when Earl first suggests that they get get the cat, uh, Val says, like, oh, it's slower than all hell. And and he's like, yeah, but it's so heavy, it'll be fine. So they, they sort yeah. of address that, but yeah, it moves very slowly. Like, sure. to go 30 miles at 3 miles an hour would take you <laughs> 10 <laughs> hours. Like, uh, unless, well, they were actually just not even trying to get to the next town. They were kind of like trying to get up into the mountains, into the solid ground. But either way, it was going to take forever. So they're cruising along, and then somebody else is like, no, wait, stop! And then they couldn't stop in time, even though it goes three miles an hour, because the worms <laughs> dug a trap. And so the caterpillar tractor goes crashing into the the ditch that the worms have dug. So they've gotten yep. way smarter. Yep. And then someone asks Bert what's in the bombs, and he says, a few household chemicals in the proper proportions. <laughs> You're just like, oh, okay, cool, perfect, fine. <laughs> that made Thanks. me laugh. I was like, oh, cool. I'm not... <laughs> Jinx, don't worry about it. Thanks, Walter White. We trust you. (laughs) So they're stuck in this um, trailer and they're like, we got to get out of this trailer. They're going to kill us. So um, we've got to run to these rocks. So there's like another rock formation they can get to. Um, Melvin, the teenage boy who sucks, is having a meltdown. And earlier he had told Bert to give him a gun. He was like, I wouldn't give you a gun if it was World War III. And then at this point, Bert gives him a gun. And so they all run to get onto the rocks and they make it. Um, but Melvin did panic and try to shoot his gun and realizes that it wasn't loaded. <laughs> <laughs> so 
so now they're stuck on the rocks and Bert and Reba, like they all kind of get in a kerfuffle about how, why are Val and Earl, the idiots of the town in charge and Bert and Reba left their perfectly safe bomb shelter, basically. Well, I must say, so ultimately everything that they end up doing while stuck on these rocks is sort of deal with it. They they probably could have done from their house where they would have had way more like guns and ammo and options because there is the there is such a finite number of 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 the worms like they know yeah. exactly how many at this point two they're like there's only two like it de- <laughs> it definitely the Neptune necessarily wasn't so unknown like it's like there's definitely only two. <laughs> It definitely took away some of the suspense that they were like, there's four. And then that never yeah. changed. Like, right? it never was like, oh, actually, surprise, bitch. Right. There was never like, oh, there's babies. Also. Or or like real scare or quote, 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 scare where it was like, those were just the babies. Now we got to deal with the mom or something. Nothing right. Like right. Just just these four. Yeah, like on How to Train Your Dragon, where it's like they have to deal with the dragons, and then they realize like there's another dragon, right? Yeah, like but yeah, it was it was it was interesting. They kept it simple, so they're stuck <laughs> on the rocks, but they have all these bombs and stuff. So they decide to not go down without a fight, and so they start throwing rocks out to like lure the um, graboid and then right. they throw one of the lit bombs and the graboid grabs it and swallows it and gets blown up. Yep. So then there's only one remaining. One to go. One to rule them all. And <laughs> they try the same trick and it seemingly works until the graboid throws the bomb back at them. Yeah. With tremendous <laughs> accuracy because they threw it directly on the bomb bag. Like the bag yeah. of ammo and bombs that they had remaining is what they threw it on. Yeah. But Kevin Bacon does retain one bomb in his hand. So then they're all like freaking out because obviously like they're kind of at their end of potential now that like the graboids have lo- it, it has learned and it's like not going to take their bait or whatever so they're like well, how do we kill this last one yeah and i was like this is really the time for self-sacrifice where you just light it and let yourself get eaten with it that's what yeah. i thought something was gonna happen <laughs> melvin looking at you <laughs> right let's get rid of him he's useless or mindy she seemed annoying <laughs> No one would notice in this town. They're all homeschooled. Um, (laughs) It's terrible. Okay. So um, Val kind of works out a uh, plan in his head and doesn't really tell anyone to make them panic. And so him and Rhonda and Earl all run off the rick, the, the rock, right? Yep. Yeah. And they... What happens is Val runs toward a cliff because he knows it's a cliff. But this uh-huh. highly, adva- highly advanced worm doesn't know where the dirt ends and where the sky begins. So, do you think? Do you think that that was also to come full circle? That was that the cliff that he was pissing off of in the beginning. That would be hilarious. I wonder if it was. I don't know. Maybe. I just now thought of it. Let's just say it was, because that would be great. It's, since the town of perfection isn't real, you can lay it out any way you want. That's true. 
<laughs> so he yeah he runs towards the cliff the worm comes towards him he goes sailing off the cliff and dies and so everyone's like yay the idiot saved us and so it comes like yeah it comes crashing through the cliff and falls and dies and you see like it, it's like the least scared like it's it looks so little in that shot like it doesn't <laughs> it, it yeah, doesn't look big the at all proportions are like when a leech has had its fill and are kind of fat like it's stubby like you would think and it, again i would have seen it and been like this is 30 feet long or something and instead it's like 12 well and when it falls like the way stuff comes off it like it's like if you dropped a cake on the floor like <laughs> <laughs> It's like it just kind of flattens and things come out like <laughs> so funny. Like, yeah. The paper mache came loose. Right. <laughs> so they all get back home, everyone's happy, and then um of course Val and Rhonda make a love connection. He throws out all of his his graveyard of girlfriends on his yeah. thing and um seems like they're about to have a bit of a relationship a committed relationship since there's no one else in town to cheat on oh i didn't think that i thought that he was just gonna kiss her and she was gonna drive away <laughs> he i mean he kisses her they kiss is she staying you think so? she has to for the semester oh okay remember she's staying for a semester and she's like thrilled that she's gonna get to like do all the studies and be like a important person she's like this is the right Biggest zoological discovery in hundreds of years, basically. Okay, that's true, I guess. <laughs> so one thing I want to say is that there is no explanation for these things. Maybe that's in the sequels, but there is no like, oh, this is how they came about. Rhonda does like debate. She's like, they're not in the like fossil record. So like, they either predate the fossil record or they've never been seen or what? And then they're like, maybe aliens, like, they, but they literally never come up with like any sort of like, where did these right. things come from? I also guess you're in Nevada, so you could be close to Area 51. So maybe there's like, oh. a science experiment. Oh, that's cool. Maybe. Well, also, they are, you know, after they're done, they're kind of milling about their package. I'm like, you guys are really trusting that this college student made the correct, came to the correct conclusion that there were only four. <laughs> <laughs> oh i did also love there was a part where like they literally as like i guess it was just like them being uneducated and her being like the college student studying earthquakes and whatever like because she's like going for her phd and it's just like everything they ask they ask about these like things to her and finally she goes why do you guys keep asking me she's like i know <laughs> It's like when you're watching a movie, someone keeps asking yeah. you questions and you're like, I know just as much as you. <laughs> She's like, I can make some educated guesses, but I know just as much as you. Right. This yeah, is that also was a-, a wild experience for me. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. So yeah, yep. And uh, yeah, that's, uh, I would say they ride off into the sunset, but apparently there were more than four because the series goes on for like 10 movies. I mean, what do we say at the end of a movie, Lorraine? It all works out. It all works out. Except for Nestor. <laughs> Except for a few people. And Walter. <laughs> and probably Melvin. He probably ended up on that. Oh, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe. 
Well, one of the sequels <laughs> is Melvin's Revenge. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I was going to say, seriously? The worms get into Melvin's meth, and then they're, like, even more cracked out. It's it's very possible. I, honest to God, I, I mean, look, I'm not going to lie and say that I spent more than five minutes on this, but I did try and look up how many, how many sequels there were, because I just wanted to be able to throw out a number, and Google, like, said six but i was like i know that there's like seven not to mention like a tv show that didn't work out like a tv movie so like there are more than seven essentially and one of them they all have like amazing like we always do our jokes of like whatever two whatever you know but these ones have like the best they're all better names than we've ever come up with and my favorite one is the sixth one which is tremors a cold day in hell (laughs) (laughs) so dramatic but there's like there's like at least like there's like at least seven but like i just kept seeing different stuff (laughs) so i wasn't comfortable with saying a definitive number and um it's funny because at the time i think kevin bacon felt like this was almost like beneath him or something this came out let me see this came out like six years after footloose 1990 yeah yeah so at the time he felt like it was beneath him but then i think later he was he says that this is like one of the most fun movies that he ever like he had the most fun making it and then he is in like there is like a 2018 or or something around that there's like i'm not i i couldn't figure out if it was like a tv movie or if it was like an attempt at a tv show that didn't work out but there's something like that that he's in so like obviously he he came to love it like (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i mean like honestly it's like a it's like a good bad movie like it's not even bad it's like one of those ones where it like knows what it is like it has high ratings online like it's at like that's like something that i love about it is that like it knows exactly what it is it's not like trying to be serious not trying to be overly overly scary but it just it just it knows exactly what it is and it has and everybody's having fun making it yeah it didn't like it didn't reach too far like it wasn't like the meg where you were like this is ridiculous (laughs) like it literally was like just it's a hokey kind of a thriller like action movie you know it's yeah it's fine yeah um i will say that i was i was looking through the cast list that I found that Mindy, the pogo sticking yes. child, is the the girl from Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. But yes, um, I thought it was funny that Mindy Mindy went from this very small role into her uh, role in Jurassic Park. Yeah, I just I'm just like on Google, like looking at the cast listing and whatever, and you know how Google puts like common questions. Yeah, and so and there's like one of them was like, why was Kevin Bacon not in Tremors two? Which Tremors is Kevin Bacon in? The final one, will there be a Tremors eight? Oh my god! People, apparently, the people want it. <laughs> but like, you can't just say that there's eight because there are, I mean, or seven or whatever. Like, because there were shows and there's other stuff. So yeah. that's why I did not feel comfortable giving a number. So I felt that I would so just come funny. here. And say that the culmination of my five minutes of research came to a lot. Did you actually look, though, at the 
I'm sorry. Did you look at the all of the names? You must have. But like, yeah. I'm dying laughing at They're back amazing. to per- back to perfection. So we have Tremors two, Aftershocks, Tremors three, Back to Perfection, Tremors four, The Legend Begins. So maybe that's the one that you were wanting about. Where did they come from? Where did they go? Where, where did, did they, they come go? from? Hi, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tremors five, Bloodlines, and then tremors a cold day in hell my personal favorite not my favorite movie i've not seen any of them and then finally tremors shrieker island which came out in 2020 in october oh my god this is a 30 year series guys (laughs) that is bonkers it is bonkers because honestly tremors 2 came out six years after tremors 1 that's like if like, what if they tried to release, like, an an- another, like, Anaconda today? Like, Right. Oh, I okay. mean, if we could... There's a uh, bunch of those, too. I mean, there's a bunch of shit, but if we could get, like, Ice Cube and J-Lo fighting giant snakes again, I will be at the midnight premiere for that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hysterical. Okay, okay. So, Lorraine, time for you to rate... <laughs> Did you feel like you'll never get this time back where you just entertained or you tell other people to just watch it? I'm actually surprised by this, but I would actually tell other people to just watch it. Yes! I'm so happy to hear that. I feel like it's a good, bad movie. like, But it's not even bad. It just is what it is. It's like unapologetic. It yeah. was funny. I was entertained. And to be honest, I watched this at like, I, wa- I was up until like one last night getting this done and I wasn't falling asleep and I wasn't annoyed. Like it just was what I thought. I honestly thought I'll start it and then I'll like try to finish it throughout the day or whatever if I need to tomorrow. But like I literally like watched it and it was kind of mindless and I needed that. <laughs> so I enjoyed it. I was just so excited for you to get to Reba. <laughs> like she's gonna get so excited i'm sorry but she's a great actress she's just i mean she probably no she did great i'm just saying like it's so random it's so random that she's here totally (laughs) random i didn't even know kevin bacon was in it so like to get two big names yeah i was surprised (laughs) i cannot believe you gave it just watch it i'm so happy i thought i was getting (laughs) i would have been i would have happily left here with a you were entertained (laughs) (laughs) i mean to be fair the people it would probably be a selective just watch it but like if you need like a goofy movie like it was it was not a waste of time i mean i guess i guess you could say it was a waste of time if it was like not like it didn't didn't contribute to my like mental i don't know it made me happy at the time that i (laughs) needed I mean, you're not getting farther in your career because you've seen I'm not, this. But like. I'm not going to pass the SATs or something. But <laughs> I certainly was entertained and it was pretty funny. <laughs> um, what more can you ask for, for a movie? <laughs> All right. Well, Andrea, thank you so much for the um, entertaining good movie. I appreciated it. <laughs> Um, it really came into my life at a moment where I needed it. Um, <laughs> um, Gave you some good, 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 good vibrations. Yes, yes. <laughs> and Rhonda helped me get her out of my heart. Oh, good. Go listen to the Beach Boys for work tomorrow. Like, try to cheer myself up. Uh, <laughs> you can reach out to us at justwatchitpodcast at gmail.com if you have any 
comments, concerns, or like movie recommendations, Andrea and I are always trying to build our list. I have a pretty solid list for you at this point, Andrea, but um, (laughs) I'll always take recommendations. Yeah. You can also please follow us on just watch it underscore pod. That's our Instagram account. Um, I'm trying to post more content there, but I'm just terrible about it. So we'll get there. Uh, You can always slide into our DMs. Check out our old episodes. Um, rate, review, subscribe. Um, if you're on Apple Podcasts, um, tell your friends about us, etc. Definitely go check out the Instagram because uh, we put up Lorraine put up our pictures from our photo shoot, and yes, there will be and I'll be more, posting so. some more, some cuties of our puppies and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So check out the Instagram, um, and yeah. Add us on Instagram. We're going to actually start letting you guys know the movie a week in advance in case you want to watch it before. Because we did get a few comments where people were like, I want to watch this. So I haven't listened yet. And we'd love for you to be able to listen when our episodes come out. Yep. Well, that's it. Tell all your friends. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> all right. I'm Andrew Tomlinson. And I'm Lori Popolison. And this is Just Watch It.